Simicole Network. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And today we're doing another episode of our October Scarefest. This week's pick is Honto's. Honto, what did you pick? We are doing OG Dawn of the Dead from 1978. So, Honto, why did you pick this movie? Um, It's one of those movies that's kind of just like solidified as the zombie movie of all time. You think so? That's what people say. <laughs> Jan that I work with, she said oh, this. So. Yeah, the said other that. day, Jan, I was like, sitting, she was standing next to the water cooler. And I was like, "Hey, what do you think the zombie movie is?" And she said, "Dawn of the Dead." <laughs> cool. That's and here we pick. and here we are. <laughs> Thanks, Jan. Um, so let's start off real quick. Let's talk about the budget for Dawn of the Dead. How much do you think it costs to make Dawn of the Dead? Okay, I accidentally read this in the trivia. You always do because there was no, there was a I've bit seen of trivia. A, on seen this. a trend here. Um, but it's like... I you think don't guess if you know. Yeah. Honto, play the game by yourself. <laughs> Is it um, 500,000? Did you look? No. You looked at my phone. I didn't, it was no, open. I, no, I didn't. How do you hell are you looking? Wait, is it 500,000? Yeah, 500,000. <laughs> your phone if it's pointed towards you? Yeah, so, okay. It, Sorry, I saw it in your eyes. The trivia for it, though, was that it was listed as the budget was, uh, I think it was like 1.5 million. Okay. Or it was either $1 million or $1.5 million. But they had and to pay that, some of that to craft services or something? They did that so they could inflate the uh, the foreign uh, budget mm. on it. Okay. So they can make like more money back. I, I guess that's a tactic. I don't fully that's understand that, but They're it's a tactic to make more money. Okay. As I say, like this money co- or this movie cost a million dollars. We're going to need this much if you want to buy it. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I think hmm. that's a... I don't know. I'm not good at math this, or money. Did you hear? Like, did you hear I this? Make from, a lot of stupid purchases. Did, did you hear this from Jan? Or Jan, Jan told me this. <laughs> Here's what I heard. But yeah, so it's but it is like it's five hundred thousand okay. was the actual budget. Man, on target this week. Yeah, dude. Nice. How much did target this movie acquired. make in the U.S.? Uh, Four. Gonna, go ahead. Oh, I don't know this. Four million. Four million. Matt? Five million. It made sixteen million in the U.S. Oh. I do know the trivia. It is the most successful of the Dead series. Oh, I believe. Oh, it. Yeah. yeah. That's because Jan said it was the number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think Knight has an actual. I, I would have to look this up, but I'm just I'm just spitballing off my head there. That's a saying. Uh, but I don't think Knight. They don't actually have a uh, um, a general amount that Knight made because okay. of the whole copyright issue with it. It's very possible. So because yeah. I think that was the it was carried around driving driving to drive-ins because it didn't have the copyright underneath the title, so it fell into mm. public domain. That's a bummer. Weird. So, okay. Um, how much do you think it made worldwide altogether? Altogether, put your hands together. How much did it make? <laughs> Twenty. Um, thirty. Sixty-six. Damn. Yeah, you guys. Uh, oh shit! Not so good today. Well, Except for Honda, you I did, did get that. Yeah, I did. I got the first yeah, Matt, one. You cheated. So <laughs> not really, but it's my job to look up trivia. Honto, let's talk about the casting crew, please. We have David M.G. who plays Stephen, aka Flyboy. Uh, the only movie I know him from is Basket Case, but I don't know who he is in that movie because I haven't seen it in a while. I was gonna say I haven't seen Basket Case. I can't get through mm-hmm. it. I need to try it again. But go ahead. Did you watch it? Uh, I saw it a long time ago. Okay. But I don't remember. I remember who. watching like yeah. a third of it and just being like, eh. <clears throat> He's only in like three movies total after this. Really? But yeah, didn't really go anywhere. Okay. Uh, Ken Forey as Peter. You would know him from Keenan and Kel. Kel. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah he's, he's the dad. dad. Oh, it sounds dude, like we got dude. a couple of brothers on the podcast. <laughs> <It's> my job. <laughs> uh, I know him from The Beyond. That movie's yeah. bonkers. Is he uh, in the Beyond? Yeah, he's no, like wait, from, from, from Beyond. From Beyond. That's what I was getting mixed up. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the Beyond, right? Yeah. Which is 
the Italian. Which is the Italian Fulci. Yeah. Damn it, not again. <laughs> uh, and he's from, from Beyond's like Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton. Yeah, he's in Stuart, From Stuart Beyond. Gordon. He's yeah. in From Beyond. I actually watched him yesterday yeah, in, in uh, Lords of Salem. Yeah. That movie is all right. Yeah, it's, but, not, it's not bad. It's just, A lot of it's really good, but as a whole, I, I, I want to love it. It's weird. I really you know, want to love that movie. I am not a fan of Mr. Rob Zombie. I just watched uh, House of Thousand Corpses. I oh, like did you? It's did not you? good. I like really? it. Really? I don't like it. I watched not, not it at all. maybe about a month ago, and I thought it was hell. You know, it's weird because, like, everyone always says that, like, Devil's Rejects is, like, the better. The best. The better. And I, I'm, I was kind of like, it, Devil's Rejects is hard for me to watch for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I, I really enjoy Thousand Corpses. Not, so, not for But me. I haven't seen it in, like, a decade. Yeah, I watched it. Not for me. Really? I'm actually really excited to watch Halloween 2. His Halloween 2. I remember nothing about it. Yeah, I do want to return to his Halloween movies just to see I need to check it out. if I'd... there's a different like opinion yeah. afterwards. Um, but he is in Rob Zombie's Halloween. He's also in Lords of Salem, like you said. And then he's also in Devil's Rejects. Okay. Um, we got Scott H. Ranger, who plays Roger. He's the other SWAT guy. Okay. Um, he's in he's the some... blonde, right? Yeah, yeah, Flyboy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Now, yeah. Well, okay. Flyboy's a different guy. He's the... Yeah, no, I mean, like, Flyboy's kind of like the main character at first. Yeah. And then, what's the blonde's name? Uh, his name is Roger. Roger, okay. I'm yeah. just trying to keep track. Keep going. But uh, I lo- was looking at his IMDb, and he's in some movie called Night Riders, starring Ed Harris. Oh, yeah, George Romero. Oh. Dude, what is going on? <laughs> How many times are we going to say the same thing? You're like uh, uh, um, George Bluth and his brother in Dressing Home, <laughs> where they're fighting, but they're matching moves. They're matching, but they're matching moves. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, no, Night Riders was made, he made that before he made Creep Show. Uh, That's why Ed Harris is in Creepshow. Oh, that uh, makes sense. Um, no, question though, they are they SWAT or are they National Guard? I thought they were SWAT. They look like SWAT, but I want to say they're National Guard. They could be National uh, Guard. Wikipedia says it's the National Guard. Is it National wow. Guard? Okay. They, I've always thought they were SWAT, though. They okay. look... They, I think they it's dress a, like SWAT. Too. They I dress know. like SWAT, and it's a situation that you see them open up. They at, got the gas like, masks and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I always thought it was SWAT. So, and so then, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Mind has been blown. Then we have the female, uh, Galen Ross as Francine. Who's in one of your favorite movies. I ever. actually wrote my favorite movie, <laughs> Madman. Madman. You ever hear, remember we talked about that on the TV episode? I talk yeah. about this movie all the time and I just watched it a couple days ago. <laughs> I tried to watch this movie twice and it was so goofy. And like okay. I wanna say Galen Ross's name isn't even on that movie because she cha- I think she has two different like a pseudonym yeah, or Yeah, because she was like embarrassed movie. by it or something like that. Really? There is yeah. a very embarrassing scene with her and another uh male castmate in that movie. Male rocking castmate? it rocking it in a hot tub. They're rocking in a hot tub, but they're just going around in circles the entire time. Yeah. It's very weird. Um She's also in Creep Show. Is she? Who yeah. is she? Oh, she's Ted she, Danson's Yeah, Leslie Nielsen's wife. Wow, I have never realized that. That's yeah. crazy. That's so cool. Okay. That's very crazy. All right. Uh we have Tom Savini as one of the bikers, uh the bicyclists in the movie, uh the mall. Um <laughs> ching, ching. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking over the mall. Yeah. <laughs> uh surprisingly enough, we have Joseph Pilato. He was uh he plays Captain Rhodes in the next movie. He's in the uh, beginning of this movie as one of the cops at the police docks. Really? Yeah. Okay. Brief cameo. Must have blown George A. Romero's uh, mind away with his performance <laughs> to get oh, that role. It blew his mind when we went back to watch John and the Dead. He's like, he's in this? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? I casted him in the next one. I didn't know he was in this. <laughs> wow. uh, and then the guy, Wooly, who ends up like killing a lot of people in the beginning, uh, his name is James A. Baffico. 
But uh, he plays a character in Silver Bullet named Milt Sturmfuller. He's watching a bunch of wrestling and gets killed by a werewolf. That's a mouthful. What is this character? Yeah, well, dude, I, dude, Milt, everything Milt, you just said, I felt like you were speaking a different language. Which is why, I, like, which is why I brought it up whoa. because it's just like, just read him like, what? Uh, Milt Sturmfuller. <laughs> Wait, his, like it was his name and then his character's oh, name. No, his and name. And the way you said wrestling, and I was like, <laughs> I was like trying to compute all of it. James A. Bafico as Wooly playing Milt Sturmfuller. <laughs> I love that. Watching sentence. some wrestling. This whole this is great. Keep going. And uh, that's it. Sorry, I can't okay. keep going. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I got. So that's the cast and crew of Dawn of the Dead. Small um, cast. Which is the sequel to George Romero's Night of Living Dead. Uh, so let's go ahead and start into this movie. It starts off, I think the beginning of this movie is awesome. I, um, yeah. Because there's two scenes kind of going on, not simultaneously, but you have like the news station, and then you also have the National Guard thing at the same time, right? It's kind of like it opens up on the, the chaos at the news station, and yeah. then it like goes it into goes, the next yeah. the next introduction. So yeah, you have the whole, this whole news station, and they're just reporting everything. I feel the chaos in this news station. Oh, yeah. It feels very real. I really like this. And um, while they're doing that... Um, the head lady, she she works for the news. Francine. Station. Francine. Yeah. What do you guys think about this opening intro? Oh, I love it. I think the uh, I I, I want to say that I read this a long time ago, but R- Ramiro was a news director. Okay, news, I was gonna say, news... is he in this movie? Yes. Okay. He, I know he does play a direct a news station director in the movie. Okay. In the he first does. one, he he's, a... he's not the guy that keeps oh, no, popping up is... on screen yeah. throughout the movie. No, no, or... no, with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's not him. He okay. is the being a dawn. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. But he I want to say he used to be a legit uh news director. Oh. And like I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Okay. Um that's something I haven't read some zombie uh stories and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cuz like, he also he but he also plays a newscaster, a news reporter in Night of the Living Dead. Okay. okay. I want to say that is true trivia. Maybe. So why uh the, the the station's like in chaos, they're trying to report everything. People are leaving. Um our main characters, Flyboy and um, uh, which one? Francine. Francine, yeah. Francine. They decide they're gonna like dip out of here. They're gone. They're leaving. So they take a helicopter and they leave. Meanwhile, we have the National Guard who's going to like. What's the point of the? I, I never catch this. Why these, is the, these people are hoarding a bunch of zombies inside this building? Oh, okay. okay. And they're like basically coming in to like take them out because that's I think that's what like basically because they kind of say it within the you kind of get it from the context. They don't say exactly what's going on, but. I want to say it's they're hoarding all these like yeah because I wasn't dead people because I wasn't this. sure if it was something where like they weren't aware of zombies but since this is a sequel like is it a continuation of the first movie I know it's like a trilogy but yeah it, okay so the trilogy is really weird the only one that kind of makes sense is like okay I would say this one doesn't make this is the only one that doesn't really make yeah. sense because everything has like a time gap between them where it's oh like, it's like a massive time gap yeah too. like dawn be, between dawn and day. Like, it makes sense that because day is like it's the like end f- of the world. Yeah, yeah. It already happened. Yeah. Night makes sense because it's the first one. Sure. And then land makes sense because it could be like 10 years afterwards. It's the future. Right. Right. right? right. But Dawn's the only one that doesn't make sense because it's. In, it feels like it's the start of it. Yeah, because it's, it's almost. I want to say it's exactly 10 years from night. Is night 68? Yeah, it's. Yeah. It so sounds it's, about right. Yeah. It's so it's about 10 years, but it's. The way Dawn kind of takes place is it feels like it's taking place. Like, maybe the week of that That's night what, yeah. is taking place. That's why, yeah, it's always been kind of confusing to me where it's just like, they're like, especially when the, the SWAT or the National Guard, they it storm the... It is SWAT, the, by the way. I read further down. It's SWAT? It is SWAT, yeah. I thought it was National Guard. It might be both. 
working unless together. they're working together a, like yeah, a joint operation or something <laughs> a joint operation a joint operation <laughs> hey mr swan guy do you want to join my operation but yeah that's so awesome. like it's <laughs> well done <laughs> it's unfortunate though for like romero because like the uh the gaps between the 60s the 70s 80s 90s like there there's so many trends and there's so many fashions that like yeah. fall in those uh 40 years that like time seems to change like dramatically. Oh yeah. As yeah, opposed yeah. to like us now where it's like in the past twenty years, like it's pretty much looked the same. I, I feel don't like know. I, I some of the stuff I wore, like uh some of the stuff I wore back in the early two thousands is definitely weird looking. But I feel like if oh se- I feel like two thousand jeans. Yeah, I feel like two thousand ten <laughs> kinda looks like two two thousand and twenty. Okay. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's to not, you it does. Yeah, but I, I don't see like it's not as dramatic as the '80s to the '90s. Right, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying that the the thing like with the Night bell with, bottoms in the yeah. '70s. So the or fashion 60s, of Night of Living Dead looks almost like dramatically different from the fashion oh, of Dawn yeah. of the Dead. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. So gotcha. during this whole raid, um, they're trying to this. I love this opening scene. It's crazy. It, it creeped me out as a kid. Um, well, actually, let's talk about it. so. Which I was already doing. So SWAT goes into this building, and there's just, like, zombies everywhere. It's total chaos, like the news station. Um, blue zombies. There's trivia behind this. Okay, so remember. the trivia is that Savini uh, wanted to paint the zombies gray because Night of Living Dead was in black and white. Oh, yeah. So it would match. But unfortunately, the uh, the skin tone comes off looking bluish on the film. It okay. really does. So on the film stock. And that's why they look the way they do. Okay. Well, actually, what I was going to say is right here is really good Tom Savini because one of the uh, the blue zombies bites his, like, wife's shoulder. Oh, yeah. And, dude, that scene. It's gnarly. It's cringy, like, right? It is. It looks so, like, I don't I don't know. I guess I don't really know about biting people. Some of the effects are pretty pretty good. Yeah, the effects are good in this, yeah. man. It just seems, like, flawless. Well, there's some that are kind of, like, well, not, questionably. Not, not the one where he kicks the door open. <laughs> I was going to say, like, like <laughs> 10 seconds later, he kicks the door and blows that dude's head off. Yeah. And it, I think it's, like, honestly, I don't think it's the effects. I think it's the editing is so goofy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, it, it's the way it kind of, like, just, like, it's like a dead cut and it shows that girl screaming. He's like, ah! <laughs> and it's, like, I think it's just the editing in that portion. Well, and then coming up, too, you do have a guy with a giant forehead. And you're like, why does he have a huge forehead? And you're like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah. And we'll get to that. Oh, um, I see, yeah. So these two characters end up meeting, uh, Ken Forhey. Which is Peter and Roger. So Peter and Roger, they end up meeting, and they kind of become friends for a second. And they're like, hey, I have a buddy who's Did we just become friends? Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> so they end up meeting up with our other two characters, Flyboy and Francine. Francine, yeah. And so they end up taking off. And before they take off, is this the helicopter scene with the blade? No, no, no. They they, they land somewhere to refuel after this. So they land to refill, and this is a cool scene, but you can tell something's going to happen. Oh, okay. I see you're saying that. The zombie stands on a box right next to the helicopter. This is gnarly. The blade cuts the top of his head off. And if you, like, look, he does have a huge forehead. He's got a Frankenstein head. Yeah, yeah, you can tell something's going to happen. But it's a really good-looking scene. It's really cool-looking. So they get back into the helicopter, and they head towards the mall. And what's their reasoning for going to the mall? Is it just because, like, that's a place? It's a, uh, I don't know, it's a place with, like, I think they just go there to land, right? And just to see if they can grab any supplies. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, then finding it kind of becomes their home for yeah. a while. Yeah. So they make this place their home, and yeah. then they start to kind of try to figure out how to uh, fortify it, I guess. By, yeah. And they start by going to the department store first. Which is just kind of like a treasure trove of supplies. Oh, yeah. Roger's having the time of his life. Dude, and yeah. you're having fun watching them. 
Like, I feel like I'm having a good time with yeah, that. Yeah, I, and I feel like part of it's like, what would you do if you're in a mall with no, like, repercussions, basically? Yeah. yeah. Which is like, just go to wherever and just steal whatever you want, pretty much. I think what I like about this movie, too, is... Um, okay, so we just got done watching Night uh, at the drive-in a couple days ago. And there's a lot of, like, um, scenes in Night where it's just... Dwayne Jones walking around, like, fortifying the, like, right. the house. Yeah. And, um, which I get. It's just filling up the time. Basically, it's kind of filling the movie clock. It's showing, yeah. It's showing what they do to... Um, yeah. But I feel like I like it better in this when it's like, okay, we know the zombies. We're going to tr- distract all of them, get them to the bottom floor, then to go to the top floor. I love it. And I love kind of, like, the the whole scenario they're kind of breaking down and the, the strategy they're using to get their supplies. Yeah. You know? And I think that's really cool. So, you're kind of watching this, like, 20-minute scenario... Of them in like a whatever, like a JC Penny. It pretty and much they're playing yeah, off. Store. They're playing both floors of it yeah. to try to get the they're, zombies. They're playing and, both floors. <laughs> they're playing both floors. Um, it's kind of it's a really cool scene, and yeah. uh, uh, I, what I like about this one especially is like it's that adventure sense of it. Yeah. Well, I think the music helps with the adventure sense of it. Yeah. Oh, the music is fun. That goblin soundtrack. I love it. Yeah. It's still not my favorite Dead uh, soundtrack, but it's solid. Dude, Dead, Dead soundtracks are great. Yeah, yeah they're, they're awesome. really solid. Uh, Roger has a pretty killer stunt, like Jackie Chan style right here, where, he's sliding, where he's sliding down the escalator. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love, yeah, I just love like seeing people do their own stunts in mm. general. But yeah, I was just surprised at like, like, I guess as an adult, I would never do, you know, like my teens, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to do that. I've seen plenty of fail videos, yeah. but like as an adult, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> well, they put things now on the escalator, so you like, hit you your, can't hit your no nos pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I've on seen the way a lot down. of videos where people hit their nuts going down <laughs> these things. <laughs> their no nos. And I, meanwhile, we have this kind of like long scene with. Uh, Flyboy and like the I don't know, I would call it a, I'm not it's stupid to call it this but it's like a boiler room oh yeah you know oh, yeah. it's just a room yeah. full of a bunch of pipes and like the bullets ricocheting and yeah. he's like firing it out of a gun it's, it's very cartoonish yeah it's not like it's 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 hard because it's like you know he's in danger yeah uh, but like you're having so much fun with you know uh, Roger and Peter yeah Roger and Peter that it's like. Any other character in this movie, you kind of feel like you don't really want to hang out with. <laughs> like you just want to hang out with these two, and you yeah. like if if uh, we got Team A with uh, Peter and Roger, and then we got Team B with Steven, yeah, Flyboy. Uh, what team would you like to go on? Yeah, and it's just it's so much fun, and I think that's why it's like I'm gonna skip ahead for a second, but it's 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 so much fun, but that's why it's so heartbreaking when Roger gets bit, and you're like, no, <laughs> one of the best characters in the movie. You're like now we're like. But like, and the movie still kind of stays on par. I think it stays pretty pretty solid. Yeah, now. it doesn't like all of a sudden get boring or anything or no. stupid. It's like it's. I mean, it's probably the worst death in all of in all of the uh, the, the dead, dead the trilogy. dead movies, the dead four. Um, yeah, I mean, he's the. I feel like the one. Well, because he's like the no, one you care about the most. Because I would say. Uh, the main character from the first movie is pretty heartbreaking. Oh yeah, that is pretty. That's probably oh, the yeah, most heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I, for some reason I just kind of like shut that out, even though yeah. we just watched it. But yeah, that um, one's a, just a major bummer because he's a, a strong protagonist, strong hero, and then he just gets killed for no no reason yeah. whatsoever, other than that the characters that shoot him are probably racist. That's what we were talking about after we got done watching, and I was like, "Do you think that's like the intention was the racism thing?" Because like Ramiro does, he's been quoted to say that. He didn't pick Dwayne Jones um, as the lead because he was black. He just picked him because he was the best actor. The best actor in the room, yeah. But I want to say that, like, there had to have been, like, Ramiro, 
would have known. And I know some of the a- the other actors yeah. on the set have called him out for it and said like, no, he picked Dwayne Jones because well, he's a really not honestly because he's a really great yeah. actor, but he was going for like because uh, an if it's six, because if it's sixty eight, it's the end of the civil rights movement pretty yeah. much, and it's like, what else are you you know, no other movie really has a Ever. character like this. Yeah, no movie had in a horror movie like there was no African American lead like that. So yeah. like. You, he had to have known like what he was doing. I think he knew what he was picking. Because um, he follows the trend in the other movies, except for Land. And I want to say there was because there was pushback <laughs> by the studio. I don't think so. As far as uh, an African American lead, yeah, there's no African American. Well, like, if you lead look at it, Land. the main zombie. Yeah, that is true. He's oh, kind of like yeah, he's, he's the, the smart one. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think like I think he, I want to. I, I don't I, know if this is trivia, but I want to say that he was planning on an African American lead, and there was studio pushback on it. With oh, Land. really? It's very possible because I think at that time it's like Universal, I think. Yeah. Who produced uh, Land of the Dead. They have a much higher budget, so they probably had different restrictions than the other three movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, going back to what I was saying, I really digress there, but like with Dwayne Jones getting it at the end of Night of the Living Dead, if it was a white actor, it wouldn't have like the. I don't think the impact would would have been as good. But it, you wouldn't have think you wouldn't be thinking that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like yeah. if he got oh, pop, if he got yeah. shot by a couple hunters, yeah. you wouldn't be thinking that. So it's oh, like, for sure. Yeah. So it's I I don't know. So it's like it's kind of like listening to what George Romero said about just hiring the best actor that he could makes me kind of question the ending. But at the same time, it's like yeah, but the ending totally looks like this because you hired. He only Dwayne said that Jones. because he knew that three boys would be talking about this movie on a podcast <laughs> yes. today. Three boys, future boys. <laughs> One thing I really appreciate is if you watch the progression of how he views women in films. So, like, in the first one, and I'm just yeah. speculating. First one, you know, she's this very weak character. Barbara, oh, yeah, she's like screaming. Yeah. 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 And then Dawn of the Dead, she's a stronger character. She's not there Well, she's, she wants in on the action, Dawn yeah. of the Dead, pretty much. And then in Day, she's a much stronger character. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's pretty solid. And then by the time you get to Land of the Dead, you have uh, Argento's daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's kind of like oh, this, like... I forgot she was in that. Yeah. Even more stronger character. So, um, and, in, and there's actually trivia with that. Galen Ross said, uh, she told George Romero that during a scene, he wanted her to, like, scream. And she's like, I don't think my character should scream. My character is like strong too, enough I'm just not too, to scream. I'm just too tired. Yeah, <laughs> and George Romero is like fine. And he never he never made her uh, scream in the entire movie. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. she's very calm the entire movie. Yeah, so like like Romero is very like progressive, and I think honestly he's like he does it on purpose to be progressive, and I think he just but he doesn't want it to be like known. You know? Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, does that make sense? He's not sense? trying like, to be like newsworthy or yeah, or whatever. like, or like. I think it's like a like. He doesn't at, want to be praised. Yeah, he doesn't of, want to be praised. Yeah. Like, look at me, look what I did. Like, he's yeah. doing it. Like, he's uh, he's doing it on purpose, but he's he's quietly doing it, which that's, is really cool. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm I fine like with it. that. So for a majority of this movie. Um, all the four characters really do is they lock themselves inside the mall. Yeah. Um, they block off all the entrances with uh, like trucks and things like that. And then they also have an in and out that they create where they build a fake wall. Yeah. Right. So, Which is like, I I mean, not to skip ahead, but yeah. it, I totally didn't make the connection when they are on the rooftop and they're looking at the, the zombies approaching. It's like, why do you think they're coming here? By memory or whatever. Yeah. And that plays a huge part when... Spoiler alert, when Steven gets it at the end, he comes back to the hideout because yeah. he remembers yeah. where to go. It's a really I, cool I did not make there. that connection until like, this viewing. I was like, yeah. holy crap, that's actually pretty awesome. So they spend the majority of their time just living it up, really, just knowing each other. Um, a lot of character development's going on here. 
Yeah. And then we get these outside like gangs, which is led by I think it's led by Tom Savini. It's, well, I was reading Tom Savini apparently is the second in command, okay. if you will, but he's basically the main yeah. the main guy. Yeah. So they went in. And so they They start like messing with them on the radio, I think. I couldn't tell what they were saying, but they're like doing the typical like saying something normal on the radio and then they're like laughing. Oh yeah, they're doing cinema cult podcasts <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to be a straight normal analytical podcast, but But they just can't help being uh like, But the other immature. guys can't help being goofy. <laughs> so at this point is Roger dead before the bike? Roger's again? dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Roger's okay. definitely dead. So I didn't and, want to skip well, over that. And that's what's great about the movie because there is like a uh, 30 40 minutes of like no action. No, there's nothing. It's just them well, really just, just kind of character development. development. I guess great. to do a rewind real quick, Roger gets it when they're trying to fortify the uh, main entryway he with the truck. Yeah, yeah, he starts. I, I don't know if it's part of it. it's because he has like a PTSD or something, but he starts going like too cocky. Starts like cheering, going a little like like laughing maniacally. So I don't really know if he it's like a by the ass. Yeah, I don't know if he's like got a like some sort of PTSD from the earlier scenes or whatever. But yeah, he basically. Uh, let lets his guard down and gets bit. He's having too fun of a time. He is, yeah, pretty much. And then um, from there, he basically, I think Peter says uh, he's seen people bit, and they usually last two to three days, not nothing longer. And the rest of Roger's time is just laying in a under a blanket, playing video games too. They go to the arcade a couple times. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. You're yeah. right. You're right. Um, collect guns too. They collect guns after they fortify I, the place. I love the. Um, the progression of when they show like the before and then they do like a kind of like a time jump where I think um uh it shows I think it's after PR Steven and Francine have sex. It like cuts to like a few months later or whatever and she's like walking out and there's like furniture yeah in there and she's it's just, pregnant. Like, yeah she's and... pregnant and it's got all the guns on the so they've like yeah. settled here pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Which is kind of like it's it's tr- I mean there's a, a meaning to the movie. You know, because they do get to that moment where they're, like, watching the TV looking for channels. Yeah. And she's like, what have we done to ourselves? And it's like, they basically just, like, reverted back to old society and, like, oh, blocked yeah. out whatever's going on in the world outside yeah, the mall. And, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I do want to take a second, though, and talk about Ken Forey. Okay. Because Ken Forey kicks ass in this he movie. He is badass in this movie. Yeah, it's and I awesome. don't know why, like, he wasn't uh, in more, like, horror stuff after this. Or... He is. I think he's, like, in, I think he's in I think he's Leatherface. In, I think he's in From Beyond. I think he's in <laughs> The Devil's Rejects. I think he's in Halloween Yeah, I mean, like, uh, those are all, like, From Beyond's like, the only one I can think of from the 80s, right? Yeah, he's, like, not a main Yeah, he star. should be a main. He's, yeah. he, I mean, he's awesome in yeah, this movie. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic in this movie. And I think what makes him so good, too, is his working with Roger. Yes. Um, they're, they bounce. work really well together. Yeah, and I like those characters. Um, so at this point, the biker gang does come in, and they wreak havoc, and Flyboy ends up getting bitten. And and then I feel like this one's also like he gets a little too cocky because he wants to start shit with them. Yeah. yeah. I think even Peter's like, don't do anything, and then he ends up, I think, starting the initiating like the gunfight uh, well, in and, the mall. And I, that's what I kind of like about, like... <laughs> Uh, the character development in this movie. And I feel like the only one who's, like, really confident is uh, Peter. Yeah. Uh, of his, like, abilities. Right, right. And, he, he knows, uh, like, don't underestimate yeah. you know, the situation. And Francine, like, knows her weaknesses, like, as far as because she's pregnant. She's, yeah. like, she knows how much she can push it. So she, but at the same time, she's, like, I want to learn how to fly the yeah. helicopter. And that's an like, awesome oh, yeah, scene. Totally that's like, an awesome you need scene. To show, and, he, and, like, Flyboy's pissed about it. And he's yeah. just, like... 
whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it'd be good to have two pilots just in case something happens to you. Which, and good thing he did. <laughs> Flyboy yeah. and Peter both get kind of, or uh, and Roger both get kind of cocky. Like, think, Flyboy yeah. kind of goes outside of his bounds. Yeah. And be like, no, like, this place is ours. I'm going to fight back, even though he's not, like, a fighter. And I think, you know, he's not well, like Roger and Peter. He well, can't. I think, like, Going back to play off of this, you know, Roger gets over cocky because he's overskilled for the situation, but then like underestimates the zombies because he's like a skilled, you know, soldier pretty much. Yeah. So he overestimates his his ability to, you know, kill or survive the situation, and then with uh, Flyboy, they basically introduce his character as someone that doesn't know how to shoot, so he's kind of like trying to prove himself in this situation by trying to start a gunfight thinking that he could take out everybody and oh, then that's a good move. Yeah, I didn't it causes that chaos yeah. and it eventually leads to his own death yeah yeah in which his death has one of the coolest reveals yeah um because when that yes. elevator opens i love it his zombie walk is on it's point. really good in the way that gun hangs off his finger yeah like he does a really that's good, good yeah, job really hands good. down best zombie in the whole movie for, yeah. oh, I, I mean, say. and like for uh, probably on purpose. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. 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 But no, we have mass chaos going on. We have so many zombie deaths. Tom Savini <laughs> doing his special effects makeup, screwdrivers and heads. Yeah. Uh, machete in the head. Um, all kinds and of stuff. And these going bikers on. definitely get, may get too cocky with the situation. Yeah. Even one of them's like, hey, He's there's a battle his- going on. I'm going to get my blood pressure taken. <laughs> exactly. And gets his arm ripped even off. Like, even the, his friend is like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, oh, yeah, my bad. There's zombies here. <laughs> so Flyboy ends up remembering where the hallway leads to their upstairs, like, bunker. And so he moves the wall away, or he like, kind of, like, tears it down, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah. very easily, like, breakable say, wall. Yeah, like, yeah. They like just a put, theater they, flat. They just, just yeah, kinda... they, they just put paper over it. Yeah. <laughs> Construction paper. It's a projector. And it just showed, like, the wall. Yeah, they're just projecting a movie the entire time. <laughs> um, it's a GIF on loop. <laughs> so he gets through there, and he goes up to their bunker. But before <sighs> we get into this conclusion of Dawn of the Dead, I want to ask about the remake of Dawn of the Dead. What okay. you guys thought about this movie? Directed by Zack Schneider in 2004, I 2004. believe. It's his um, first feature movie. Yeah, this time. and I think it has its merits. I, I think, think it definitely has. I, yeah. Before when I first saw it, I thought it was amazing. I had a lot of ups and downs with it, but going back to it now, it's definitely not as good as re- as I remember because I just watched this movie. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely has its merits. I think it's like, I think it's because I there's no character development in the movie. There's too many characters. Yeah, and therefore that's kind of like the char- a lot of the characters gets only gets lost. buried. Yeah, it gets like lost. even like Ving Rhames, who's supposed to be kind of the the Ken Forey character, kind of like he's kind of just he's kind of just there. Yeah, uh, just, she's like she's just kind of there. Like she's basically a like they he accurately casted uh, Sarah Pauli as as uh, Francine because she does the same mannerisms yeah. and looks yeah. almost exactly yeah, like her. Yeah, she almost looks exactly like her. I didn't even her. think about that yeah. 100%. Um, it's a weird, like, remake because it's like, why didn't they just do the same plot? Yeah. I liked that they did. I liked they said, because, you know, when people say, like, oh, it's a retelling, they literally just said, all right, we're going to take zombies and mall, and that's it. And that's cool. Like, he came up with a completely original story. Yeah. For this movie, but just yeah. use the setting. And but I also really feel like it doesn't really utilize the mall as much as it like Not as, as much, much as the original does. Yeah, they I'll give you that. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm knocking it. So therefore, I feel like you could have had this take place in like a church, and you could have called it your own zombie movie, and everybody praise it because it's like this own original like right. thing. Right. But instead, it's like oh, everyone just call it, it's the Dawn of the Dead remake. 
even though there's not much like there's not outside of the mall there's not it's many just ties mall. yeah to the just original. mall so I mean, i'm just saying like like it's i mean it's kind of cashing in on like whatever the ip is there yeah but um uh there are like saying that I, i'm not i don't mean to knock on it but no, saying that there are some really cool things in there that movie. There's some crazy stuff in that movie. Like best the, best the, acting might be the dad from Modern Family. Yeah, he's my favorite character in that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, I also like uh, Matt Frewer, who's uh, in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's in that. Yeah, 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 he's good. Um, uh, yeah, there's a couple. Of I people. mean, everybody that's in it does a good job. Oh um, yeah, yeah, they all. Do I like a good the job. character. I like the characterization between um, Ving Rhames and the guy who owns the gun store across the street. Yeah, yes. Andy. I think yeah, that, that really one's cool. cool. That's yeah. cool. I guess like you know what would make it a lot better if it was like maybe like twenty or thirty minutes longer of just like the characters hanging out. Like, yeah, because I think uh, OG Dawn is like two hours and seven minutes, not extended. It's about like one fifty or something. And then um, yeah. The new one, or the 2004, I think is 150 exactly. Is it? So okay. it's a little bit shorter, but again, it's like they just get muddled because they add too many characters. Yeah. If they uh-huh. really reduce it to like four or five in the mall and then have the one character across the street uh, at the gun store, then you got yourself a solid movie. Well, then, yeah. then they put more people in there so you have more kills and you have yeah. more deaths. Which exactly. is like, that's why I kind of hate it for is like that. Well, we got it. That's how we're going to tell the story is like have more deaths and more people yeah. dying as opposed to like strong, a, a strong foursome. But man, some of them are uh, totally uh, dude. That chainsaw death. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. They, they every really, time I see that, I like gasp. I it's think such an insane. Those two death. characters were meant to were only there on the movie just to get chainsawed at the end. At the end, yeah, yeah. it's an insane death. But yeah, I think it's a good movie. I yeah. uh, I loved it when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. and I still like it a lot. I, I like the, I like the, it. The yeah. boss escape. I think that's a really cool scene. Especially yeah, yeah what is yeah. it? Uh, Modern Family. He gets like they like call his name and he turns out to be a zombie and then yeah because like, like minutes yeah. before he's like do me a favor if I turn one of those it's like shoot me in the head and yeah. then like two minutes later and he's like the biggest asshole in the movie so it's like such a like glorified and such a yeah. you know yeah. it's such a great like oh fire, and he like, looks really good as a zombie too he did a really I think they job. saved all the makeup for him I think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so okay back to the original movie back to OG so at this point, we come to like the conclusion of the film. All the zombies are coming upstairs to to their their barricade, and um, we're just down to two characters at this point. We're down to Francine, and we're down to Peter. Peter. And so at this point, all the zombies are coming up, and we see Flyboy. Yeah. In all his zombie glory, he gets shot in the head by Francine, which is a really cool like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where it's like this like dun like what's gonna happen? Like, oh that's yeah. His, that's her guy, yeah. you yeah. know and. She ends up shooting him, and it's a pretty good-looking shot. And she goes to the helicopter, and Ken Forey plans to stay. Well, yeah, I think I think she's like time to go, basically. And he's like, "No, I belong here." Like, which is weird because like it is a weird ending because every time I watch it, I try to figure out the because he like I I said he's pretty like confident. There's never any indication that he's like depressed or like yeah, yeah, like like, my time is up. You know, it's a weird decision moment with him where I'm like, why is he doing this? Like, but I think really good point. But I think he did it just to have that awesome song that plays uh, when he starts kung fu chopping. A bunch of zombies. It's it awesome. is cool because, like, for like three minutes, he's like, "I'm gonna take my life," and he's like, "You know what? Never mind." He starts fighting everybody, <laughs> and he goes up, um, and he meets Francine on the roof, and then they take off in a helicopter. Yeah. But if I remember correctly, so that's the end of the movie. They take off. They live. Yep. Yeah. 
Wasn't there an alternate ending where she was going to kill herself or something? There's was something where happen? she yes. sticks her head in the air, the blades of the Is helicopter. That what it was? Ken Forey was going to shoot himself, and then she was going to stick her, she was, her head she into was, the blades. She was going to put on that Frankenstein cap that the other zombie yeah. has and stick her head <laughs> in the blades. I don't know why that would have been like ever acceptable. An, yeah, and ever an idea. Like if I read that at the end of the screenplay, I'd be like, "This is depressing." That's dude. horrible. Yeah, a pregnant lady that sticks her head into the road. That's of even a more depressing. Helicopter, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Well, at that point, I, I don't want to make your movie. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see any George Romero movies ever again because like all oh, they always end super depressing. Like yeah. that would have been a horrible staple of his. Yeah, but um, so that's Dawn of the Dead, nineteen seventy eight. Real quick before we rate, well, go ahead and give me your rating of this movie, your letter grade. I'll go ahead and I'll give this a a minus. Um, a- we all, I mean, there's no reason it's a great movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but why the a minus? Like, what's what's it missing? Um. Well, I was gonna say, well, go ahead and give me your letter grade, okay. and then rank the movies. Well, so I'm I gonna guess. say, I'm gonna give this an A minus. I give Day of the Dead an A. I love Day of the Dead, and I don't know what it is about it. I really want to dissect that okay. movie, um, but I think Dawn and Night are on the same scale for me. So those are both be A minuses, and I'd say Day is an A for me. Which is weird because I know a lot of people don't really like Day, or at least it's not as much as I loved. liked. What? Okay, I like Day of the Dead a lot. I do too. Uh, but what it could have been, like, made me like, oh, I, I want I, that, I've I read want that what movie it could have been. No, yeah. I don't know about this. Um, so the idea behind Day of the Dead because they didn't have the budget for it, but the original script, I guess, has uh, the government training zombies to fight other zombies. Okay. Like, so I thought that was kind of interesting. It would have been. I don't now. I don't know if it would like. It sounds campy, but sure. uh, it all like, but it's. Uh, it, I mean, it also sounds like being a 1980s something movie. It'd be. It sounds like it'd also be kind of really cool. Yeah, uh, and a different take in the zombie movie because I feel like the problem with Day of the Dead is it's a little uh, too much of the same thing. Confined where I'm like, okay, another confined yeah. story with people. Yeah, like you know what I mean. But, the, but Day is cool because it takes the the zombie element, kind of removes it, and saves it for the end. And then makes the uh, the military kind of like the enemy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, they turn the well. They kind of introduce the human elements uh, as enemies throughout the trilogy. You got the uh, was it the dad in Night of the Living Dead who kind of like hides and um, kind of uh, he's kind of like an a hole the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Dawn, you got the biker gang brothers. Uh, <laughs> Dawn, and then you got the bikers basically coming in to to terrorize the the main group and then with day you got your your military who pretend to be cool yeah but it turns out they're a bunch of scum oh they're and they're the biggest assholes of like the whole like, i would say so movies yeah and I it's probably so. uh uh road's death is probably the best zombie that death. is yes. the best because dude he ranks on that character i think like, he's um improvising Really? I think oh, it's the, uh, right. yeah. the line there. Yeah, I want to say it had something to do with like the smell of like just the whole like circumstance. Because I want to say there were like real like yeah, um, like animal guts. Oh yeah, and like it just reeked, and it was just kind of like you can see it in his nose where he's just like, oh, it smells see, horrible. See, I, I think hallway, his and, like, death is pretty good, but there's some other ones in that in that movie with uh, some of the other soldiers. There's one the, who gets like the, the skin vocal taken off his forehead. Oh yeah, yeah, and his eyes out. Yeah, the vocal cords. That one is bonkers. His to scream me. it gets high pitched as it's getting like torn off. Yeah, it, it starts what? it starts like vibrating. Yeah, it's, it's like Ooh. yeah. Day of the Dead is I would say the hands down best looking one. That yeah. one, yeah, for sure. And that's yeah. another thing to add to George Romero's original movie. Um, he had a huge budget, and all of a sudden, like one day, they cut it in half. 
so they had to like rework everything. So yeah. there was a lot. I on think the it works. Movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it works. Yeah, I, I do. I really do like it though. I would say though, my letter grade for this movie is A plus. This would be my top one hundred, maybe top fifty favorite movies of all time. Really, I would say yeah. A for me. I can't watch it because uh, I, I don't know. The rewatchability is good. Yeah, but like I think having that break helped a lot because I haven't seen it in its entirety probably in like fifteen years. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is my first time watching it in its entirety. Um, but yeah, the movie's excellent. I think it is probably, it, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth on Day and this one as my favorite out oh, of okay, the trilogy. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because Day has some gnarly deaths in that movie. And I like just, I like the idea of the military being the bad guys. Yeah. Um, but I think Dawn is deservedly like the best you know, when people say it's the best zombie movie of mm-hmm. all time, I think it deserves yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I like, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but I watched this back in the spring, right? Uh, it was like the night, like everything in um, our state went quarantined. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun. Let's watch Dawn of the Dead. Like, man, pan- you got pandemics going on. Like, wouldn't that be a weird kind of matchup? Man, you got, were you watching, were you re- also reading The Stand at the same time? Yes, I was also <laughs> reading The Stand at the same time. Well, and then your favorite chapter was what? It was within That's- the same week where I read about 50 pages of The Stand and I couldn't read it anymore. That's right. Uh, but then we, I got done watching Dawn, and I came outside, and like, and Dawn's such like a fun zombie adventure movie. Like, when everybody like hopes for the zombie apocalypse, they think of Dawn of the Dead. Oh yeah, because it's like, oh, we'll go over and take over the mall, and me and me and Roger, and you know. But uh, <laughs> I got done watching it, and I had such a good time watching it. And I came outside, and like, I just thought of everything going on in the U, like in the world right now, and it was just like, it just it that was the thing that kind of hit me, and I was like. Oh shit! Like we're in apocalypse right now, and it's not fun. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's what I thought because it was like March something, and I was like, "Is this like?" It was still kind of lo- like, like um, dancing on that idea. Like, is this going to be like the end of the world? Like, is this how the world goes out? Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of fear set in. Yeah. Uh, that those few works where everybody's buying toilet paper like dumbasses. Oh my and- god! And, and and somebody took a video of people at Costco tearing <laughs> down the pallet. And they added the Walking Dead intro music and added zombie noises. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and it's always just, it's so great, dude. Okay, I uh, wish they would have added uh, the choke on it dialogue nice. to the <laughs> toilet paper. So all that taking place outside of watching the movie, then watching the movie, and it being like, oh, like this is still kind of like people buying toilet paper is like people going to the mall and like oh, stealing for sure. everything. Yeah, like, no, they're the biker still... gang. They're the biker gang that doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, all then... those seventy-year-old uh, people that have Costco cards are the biker gang <laughs> yeah, from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Like, take all the toilet paper. I don't want you to. I, I to skip you because I want you to rank the three. Oh. But I want to throw Land of the Dead in there because I feel like it doesn't get love. I I, I remember liking it. I uh, watched it uh, a couple months ago. It's better than I remembered. I'd give okay. it I give it like a B minus. Is John Leguizamo not... a bad guy in that movie? No, he's a good guy. Oh, he's a good guy. And dude, he's awesome in it. He's yeah. cool. He's yeah. a good character. I Den- haven't, okay. Dennis Hopper is Dennis bad. Hopper, is, yeah. yeah. He's uh, the bad guy. It's hard to give it a grade because... Uh, I haven't seen it since it came out. I think, and I remember uh, like I thinking it like a bunch of times too. Did you? I remember yeah. like thinking like, oh, that was good. Yeah, but like I can't remember much from it. I think it was. Um, Give it another watch. It's worth watching. Okay. I think it was the main character's. What is, doesn't he have like a some sick crossbow that he uses? No, his buddy does. Uh, oh no! Oh no! You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, oh, that's super cool, I man. I want a yeah. crossbow. But what would you grade the other two? So you do oh. like day better? Um, so just do your four in order. Just do four. Dang. Um, probably yeah. A minus, A, 
A minus. What? <laughs> I, I'm, fa- I'm following it. I'm following it. He's you, doing said one, order. you said one through four. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, like you were gonna list like your four, like night. It'd be like night, dawn. Oh, well, you did. Land, I understand what he was you saying. You're grading Honto. like that too. Oh, I know. I didn't. I just did the grading for this one. I haven't done it yet. Yes, you did. You literally said A minus, A plus, and then. No. no, I actually no. mad didn't. I oh, did. Shit. <laughs> Let's start this over. I'll do my four. Okay, so I would say A minus, A minus, A, B minus. <laughs> just say. So confusing. Okay. It's confusing. Why is it confusing? Just do your do four in order. Just I just do, did. No, I, I don't even know what you said, and I have to like process. It. I got just it. Say, I got okay. it. I got it. Just I say what's, what's your first of the four? A minus. No. <laughs> <laughs> do your four in order. Okay, um, I probably say day. Dawn, night, land. Okay. Hanto? Dawn, day, night, land. In diary. Wait, don't you like day better than dawn? <laughs> he said he it was close for him. Yeah, it's oh, close. It's, it's very, okay. very... Were you listening to if anything? If you paid attention to the conversation... <laughs> Dude, I was, but I was just like, okay. Uh, dawn, night, day, land. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think that's legit. All right, well, that's I gotta give, oh. I'm going to say this. i got to give it high. Night's got to go uh, pretty high Yeah, it's OG. There. Yeah, it's OG. Well, it's because it's just like we were watching the other night, and it's like you, you have to think about how inventive that movie is. Damn it. You know, because it's just like, dude, it invented an entire, like, subgenre of horror movies and an entire monster because... That's true. You know, you can't sit there. I mean, yeah, you can say, like, oh, well, it kind of stems from voodoo, but... Not the cannibalism, no, and you no. bite people and turn them into other zombies, lifeless, yeah, and you lifeless. gotta shoot them in the head. Yeah. There's all these rules that he made just for night, and so you gotta give it to night for that. So yeah. it's gotta be pretty high up there, but not as good as Dawn. Dawn yeah, is Dawn is pretty good. Cream of the crop, the cream of the crop. Uh, <laughs> you got two minutes here with me, <laughs> Macho Mandy. Every time we do Macho, macho Mandy, <laughs> no, every time we do Macho Man. Uh, one of us comes out with Macho Man. I love it. Like if one of us does it, it's like the zombie infection. Bone saw is ready. It's like if someone brings up Tim Allen or Home Improvement, uh-huh. right? So, uh, uh, also piece of trivia for yeah. for these movies, um, gorillas. They sampled a couple things. In oh, the soundtracks. They, they sampled uh, for the intro to Demon Days. They sampled a track in Dawn. Oh, cool. And then for I think their first album. For M1A1, they sampled the opening track for Day. That's really neat. Yeah, listen to those okay. tracks, and yeah. you'll, you'll It'll catch click. it. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. The, the, even to the point where they have like the guy saying, Hello, is anybody out there? Oh, really? or, yeah, for okay. M1A1. Okay. Well, Hanto, thank you for picking this. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> nice. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> now, thanks for picking this. We all love this movie. It was nice to talk about the Romero series. Um, that's going to be the end of this episode. Join us for one more episode of October Scarefest where we cover the Evil Dead trilogy. Um, thank you so much for listening. We love doing this. We hope you love listening to it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we'll catch you next time.
gunshot. Yeah, that's, that's gunshots. That's what we call gunshots. <laughs> cool. <laughs> More gunshots. Yeah. Dawn of the Bread. <laughs> was that your uh, that, thumb, thumb series was, of movies? Yeah, that was the time I, I was talking about looking up trivia and I accidentally got trivia for Dawn of the Bread. And I'm like, oh. Day of the Bread? Day of the Tom Sagini. He did the, he did all the, the the doughy effects. The day the bread stood still. <laughs> the day the bread stood. <laughs> Evil bread two. Bread by dawn. <laughs> I love it because I know Hanta's qua- like Hanta's oh, just like his it, head yeah. is just like Judge Bread. Judge Bread. Because <laughs> nice. um, I bread so. It's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a saying. <laughs> You're recording this, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm ready when you guys are. All right. <clears throat> are you sure we don't want to keep talking about bread? Yeah, I'm good. All right. <laughs>